0: Been holding on for too long, singing the same, the same songs, putting me behind the misery. It's all for me. Been holding on for
1: too long, but now I got my name's Kenya Contreras. This is my wife, Dulce. Um, And we'd like to just welcome you to Simi Church. Uh, We're so glad that we have the ability to meet uh, with each other, not just virtually but uh, physically. Uh, Here's a couple reasons why we feel like meeting with our brothers and sisters is uh, important. Uh, First, whether we know it or not, God has designed a specific purpose uh, for each and every single one of us to serve as a member, as a part of the member of the body of Christ. And just like any living body, When some of its parts are missing, it can't fully function as it should. We all have a job to do, and that job doesn't get put on hold, even in the midst of a pandemic.
2: And second, God has been so good to us, has he not? Of course. We believe that setting some time apart and coming together is the least that we can do to show him how thankful and grateful we are for all of his goodness towards us. So if you couldn't make it out today, that's okay. We're glad that you're able to join us from home. But we definitely do encourage you, if you can, to come to our next in-service meeting. We need each other, and we need God.
1: You know, here at CME Church, uh, our mission is to love God and neighbor. We're just a group of ordinary people who believe in the extraordinary message of Jesus Christ. So no matter who you are, or what your story, we're glad you're here. Let's go to God in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you this morning, first of all, for your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, We thank you, Father, for all the wonderful blessings that you offered through your Son. We thank you that we can have this relationship with you, this fellowship with you. We thank you because we recognize that we don't deserve any of these things. We thank you that even though we couldn't have earned, or merited any of these wonderful blessings, you still gave up a lot to make them available. You gave up your only begotten son, you sacrificed your perfect lamb, and you broke your bread and shared him with us, and we're so grateful and thankful for that. We are thankful, Father, for just the ability that we have to just congregate with our fellow brothers and sisters. Uh, Keep reminding us, Father, how important it is for us to just meet together on a regular basis. It's so easy to get distracted with everything that's going on in the world around us, but help us to always focus on the important things in life. And that is a relationship with your son and a relationship with you, Father. We ask that you bless this service this morning. We ask that you would bless the activities that will be held. Uh, We ask that you would bless the speaker this morning, that you would guide him through your Holy Spirit. And we pray that everything may be done in your honor and your glory. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, Teen class, I believe you're dismissed.
0: Everyone needs compassion, love that's never failing. Let mercy fall on me. Everyone needs forgiveness, kindness of the saints. Author of salvation. He rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the in college. World, see, we're singing for the glory of the risen King. Savior. He can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save, He is mighty to save forever. Offer of salvation. Conquer the grave Jesus conquered And let the whole world see. We sing in for the glory of the risen key. Jesus, shine your light and let the whole world see. We sing in for the glory of the risen key. Jesus, shine your light. The whole world see we for the glory of the risen King.
3: Hey, being here really great. Being inside, we've got the toy drive going on in the foyer. We've got people in here worshiping. Uh, it's just great to be together. It is hard to believe, brothers and sisters, that it's been 35 weeks since we have been together, worshiping in person like this inside. So I really appreciate those of you that came out today. I appreciate those of you that want to be together, to want to connect. Of course, we appreciate everyone at home that uh, needs to be at home and is there to be safe. And we want you to be safe. And we're so glad that you're here worshiping with us uh, as we are in person and you're at home. It really is an amazing thing that we can do this in this world, in this day and age. So I really want to thank you for being here today. My name is Joe Collins, and uh, I'm the pastor here at Simi Church, and I really am grateful for you to be with us. For most of 2020, we've been in a series called One-on-One with Jesus. And and the idea is to take a look at individual interactions Jesus had with different people in Scripture to see what we can apply to our lives today. Last time, we looked at two different one-on-ones that actually occurred basically simultaneously And we learned that even in the face of bad or sometimes scary news, Jesus still calls us to not be afraid, just believe, and to go in peace. Today, we're going to look at a one-on-one between Jesus and a grateful leper. As always, the goal is to learn something relevant to our faith and life today. So there was this very successful high-profile New York art collector this is a joke by the way (laughs) who got a call from his lawyer and the lawyer said to him hey uh Mr. Art Collector I've got some good news and I've got some bad news and the the art collector said well my day's been pretty rough today I've got a lot of bad news so let's start with the good news and the lawyer said well I just got off the phone with your wife and she's informed me that she has invested about $5,000 in a couple of, of uh, pictures that we believe might be worth an estimated 15 to $20 million. And the art collector says, well, that's, that's fantastic news. I mean, how great is that? And listen, I've been telling people my wife's underrated. I mean, she's an amazing woman. I am so grateful for her. So what's the bad news? The lawyer said, well, the pictures are of you and your secretary. It's a joke. It's okay. We can laugh. (laughs) You know, sometimes we forget about the importance of gratitude, don't we? It's usually the first thing that goes when things don't go our way. When in all honesty, gratitude should be the last thing we hold on to till our dying day. And today we're going to talk about gratitude. We're going to look at Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. I'm going to pray before we begin reading. Father, I want to thank you for bringing us together this morning. I want to ask for your spirit to be with us, protect us. But God, it is so good to be here. We know that when we come together here and at home that you meet with us. And we ask you to join us now and fill us with your spirit and your presence and inspire us this morning to love and good deeds, to learn what we need to be, to learn how to be grateful and to hold on to that till our dying day. It's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Luke chapter 17, we're going to start in verse 11. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. He was going into a village. As he was going into a village, 10 men who had leprosy met him. Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. So the exact location of the healing of the ten lepers is not important to Luke who recorded the story. But what was important to Luke was that in verse 11, it says that this healing took place in a village along the border between Samaria and Jerusalem. What this tells me is, is that this village was a place where Jews and Samaritans, who were historic enemies and had hundreds of years of enemy, en- enmity between the two groups, it was a place where those two groups of people would often commingle. But they didn't commingle in community. They were really commingling in commisery. There was a leper colony there probably other sick people, probably other marginalized people who lived in this village. And because they were sick, because they were outcasts, because they were marginalized, that's where they lived, in a border town, in between the more proper Samaritan area and the more proper Jewish area. So it wasn't based on community, it was based on co-misery that we find these people together. But it's in places like this, and if you like reading the Bible and you take time to read the whole Gospel of Luke, you'll see this theme repeated throughout the Gospel of Luke. It's in places like this that Jesus did and still does today some of his best work. Because when you are truly miserable, you tend to be more concerned about getting better than you are about age-old grudges. Which is why in verse 12, the ten men who cry out to Jesus are only described by Luke as lepers. They're not Jewish lepers. They're not Samaritan lepers. They're just lepers. In fact, it's not until verse 16 do we, do we learn that at least one of them was a Samaritan. But other than that, we have no idea the ethnicity or the background of the other nine. We just assume that it's some sort of a mixture of the two groups. You know, sometimes I think we put too much emphasis on our differences than we do on our similarities. You know, when we do that, we limit the quality of the work that Jesus wants to do in our lives. Because when we're too focused on what's physical and not what's spiritual... Jesus' ability to minister to us is limited. You know, in Luke chapter 5, a few, a few chapters before this, there's this really interesting interaction between Jesus and a group of religious elites who are criticizing him for his work among marginalized people, people like these, these lepers and, and this mixture of Samaritans and, and Jews in a town like this. And they're criticizing him for his, his work there, The kind of, he, he was known for doing it, and they're criticizing him. And in response, Jesus says, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. Now, here's the interesting thing that I want you to hear today. If if those group of religious elites really, truly understood what Jesus was saying to them, they would have understood that he was calling them sick as well. In his eyes, they were no different than the marginalized Samaritans the marginalized lepers, there's no difference. Because from Jesus' point of view, everyone is sick, spiritually speaking. We have a disease called sin, and it has separated us from our God. And it is the worst possible scenario for any one of us, regardless of what we may be dealing with physically. It's by far a greater concern, the separation we have between us and God. And so from Jesus' point of view, everyone is sick. And the sooner we can come to terms with that, the sooner we can take our eyes, what truly destroys community and increases co-misery and simply put them on Jesus who wants to make us better. Can you say amen, church? Jesus wants to make us better. But we're going to have to start looking at him and not at what divides us. Verse 15 and 16 say, tell us that one of, the, one of the Samaritans, I lost my notes here, sorry. Tells us that one of the lepers, a Samaritan, when he realized that he had been healed, came back and threw himself before Jesus and thanked him. Now, not only does it appear that he did this before he met up with the priest, he did it even though his people were historic enemies of Jesus' people. Like I said before, when you realize how miserable you truly are, superficial distinctions just aren't that important. And in verses 17 to 19, Jesus says to the grateful leper, we're not all ten cleansed, where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except for this foreigner? You know, several years ago, I made a promise to myself and to God that for a specific amount of time, I was going to say thank you every night before I went to bed in prayer for whatever may have happened that day. I don't know if you've ever made a, a promise like that or done that in your life. Probably something I should do more often. But a couple of days after making that promise, I was at work and I broke my leg at work. And I had to, you know, go through all the thing, get my, you know, cast, the whole thing. And I got home. And, you know, when you break a bone, you usually get a little sick too and you don't feel good. And I went to bed that night. I laid down and, in, and I almost forgot to pray. And then I remembered, I'm going to pray. And then I remembered, oh, I made this promise to thank God. I've told this story before. And so I made this promise and I said, okay, God, I'm going to keep my promise. Thank you for my broken leg today. I don't know if you ever prayed a prayer like that, but it's a little weird. It was weird coming out of my mouth when I prayed it. I thought, this is strange that I'm thanking God for this. It felt very weird. But as the days went by, I, was, I ended up being at home. I was on workers' comp. I couldn't go to work, of course. And so I was at home, and I was healing. I realized that I had an opportunity while I was at home and being paid to maybe look for a better job. I had a good job, but I wanted a better job. And so I started looking for a better job, and within a a short amount of time, lo and behold, I was interviewed and got a better job. I went to interview with a cast on my leg and everything, and I got a better job. And then I went to bed that night and realized that what I thought was a curse, my broken leg, turned out to be a blessing, because it allowed me the opportunity to find work, a better job that I was hoping to get, and not have to worry about juggling my schedule for an interview, missing, taking time off, and even cutting back on my income because I was getting paid workers' comp the whole time I was at home. And so what seemed to be a curse at first really was a blessing. But, you know, I don't think I would have figured that out had I not made that decision to say, I'm going to be grateful to you, God, no matter what happens. We see a hint of this in that story. It says back in um, verse 14, when he saw them, go show yourselves to the priest and as they went, they were cleansed. I don't know if you catch that, but it seems to suggest that when Jesus sent the 10 lepers away, that on the way to the priest to go be recognized that they had been cleansed, that they realized they had actually been healed as they went. And it was then when one of them saw that, it seems like before he even got to the priest, he turned around and came back. That was the Samaritan, right? You know, what really jumps out at me about that story and about that, the way that text reads is that they acted before they got the healing. But I'm a lot different than that normally, right? And I think maybe you can relate. I want God to bless me and then I'm going to obey. We're all kind of like spiritual Missourians. Do you, know you know what a Missourian is? person from Missouri? Back in 1899, there was a congressman from Missouri, forget his last name, Divers or something, who said in a speech, show me. And ever since then, Missouri's been called the show me state. Because in politics, it's probably a good idea. Hey, show me first before you make all these promises. But you know, when it comes to Jesus, it's the other way around. It's obey, and then he shows you. John chapter eight verses 31, 32. He talks about knowing the truth, and then the truth sets you free. The obedience needs to come before the blessing. I think some of us need to stop being spiritual Missourians, and we need to start being More like these miserable lepers who just believed. They obeyed before they received the blessing. You know, for many of us, myself included, 2020 might seem a bit cursed. And I can't say that I would disagree with you. But I think if we take a deeper look and we really think about what's gone on in 2020, we might actually find out that it's really been just as blessed. By the way, who's to say that 2021, 2022, and 2023 are going to be any better? No idea. But here's my point. And this is the thing I want to leave you with today. Whatever happens... Let's agree to be grateful. So here's what I want to do. First time together in a long time. I want to take time today and I want to, as the scriptures say, praise God by expressing our gratitude for what he's done in our life in 2020. If you're at home, I want you to take a minute and think about it and put it in the chat. Somebody here is probably watching the chat, and if they are, you could watch it for me, and we'll, we'll read out aloud what you, what you say. But I want you to think about 2020, and I want you to think about what blessings have happened in 2020, what you can be grateful to God for in 2020. And like I said, put it in the chat. We'll do our best to read it off our phones here. But for those of you that are here, I want to invite you to come on up, and I'm going to give you time to do this, because we're going to praise God today for the good, the the, the blessings that he's given us this year. So I'm gonna ask you, wherever you are, to come on up, you can make your way on up, come up here, come up to the mic, and I would like you to share the blessings that you've experienced in 2020. I think it'd be a great thing for the people at home to see some of your faces. I think it'd be a great thing for us to hear from you some of the blessings that we've experienced in 2020. So I'm gonna go first, And then hopefully someone can start making their way on up and come on up and be able to share. But one of the things I want to share about 2020 that I have found was that in the midst of the changes, and and as a minister, it's been an interesting time because we went from regular services every Sunday to being online. And what a blessing it was to have Sean, our dear friend Sean, who is already live streaming for us. And so we were able to make the transition Fairly Well, but but it's really given me insight into what I think needs to be my vision for 2021. And that is to really invest in this format so that we can speak Jesus to a larger audience to your family, to your friends who may not live here. They may not live close enough to attend Simi Church, but they can attend online. And I gotta tell you, in the past month, we have been seeing that happen. People from all kinds of, uh, you know, out, out of state, and in other parts of uh, California and other cities have been joining online to be encouraged and to hear the messages. And I'm grateful for everyone that's, that's joined us. But what a blessing that is turning out to be. We can broaden our, our, our platform and preach Jesus to a larger audience. So that's something I'm incredibly grateful for. We never would have done it without 2020. So I see a couple of people, come on up and share your, gra- your gratitude.
4: Does my hair look funny? Uh, 2020, you know, uh, for me, uh, earlier in the year, I got sick and I was sick for a couple months and you know, not knowing what was going on was kind of nerve wracking. And then finally they diagnosed me with Valley Fever, kind of a lower case, so it's not even that big of a deal. But as, as I was going through that, I was thinking, thank God my kids aren't sick. And that to me is the biggest blessing in uh, 2020. Give it to me, Lord, I'll take it. Um, but thank God the, the kids are doing really, really well. Uh, for those of you who know who, Allie, she's back in Michigan, just loving life and doing really good. And yeah, that's a that's a big blessing for me that I got a little sick, no big deal, and my kids are doing well. So, Amen. praise Thank God you. for
5: that. Hey, to everybody at home, I'm going to read some of what people are saying. Uh, Stephanie Hicks wrote, "Grateful for being able to slow down and really be with family." Though I thought Stephanie was here. Um, <laughs> oh, it's probably, it's probably your, it was you? Okay, that's really cool. She, she texts right from the front row. That's cool. Uh, Clay Taylor said uh, the BIMA discussion group, which has been a real blessing for many, many people. Um, and uh, Carol Speccarelli said, thank you God for my husband having a safe surgery. And then Ivan watching from AB says, I'm grateful for the extra time I've had to spend with family. And um, Carol also saying, "Thank God that mine is getting better," and uh, so that's a few. And I'll come back up as they go on.
4: It didn't get any better, um, <laughs> but about a month in, um, I have been so busy that I can't even see straight. I'm just stressed and busy. It's it's that way. But that's a good stress. I'll take that stress any day over not having money. Um, But through that, you know, God has blessed us. We're doing a remodel. And, and, um, you know, I I bought this uh, little side-by-side buggy for the kids to play. And we went out into the desert this weekend. And, you know, when it rains, it falls. Bad. Like, everything went bad. Um, Just over and over. So we packed up and left early. And I look back now and I go, well, maybe that's my broken leg. (laughs) I don't know what's going to come, but I came home good 30 hours earlier than I would have. Maybe one of my kids' lives is, is saved because I didn't go. I don't know. Um, but I've been bummed out for like 36 hours. Like depressed, anxiety, stress. I come home, I've got more work. Um, but right now, I'm just so grateful. My kids are healthy, they're home with me. There's nothing wrong. So I got some mechanical stuff. We got some owies, you know, big deal. Um, like my said, I'm grateful for my family. We are uh, together at home. We're safe. We're healthy. I'm healthy. Um, and work is excellent. I, I couldn't even, we're, we're busier now than we have been in years. So um, I'm just extremely grateful. Thank you.
2: Hi, I'm Shannon Cochran. I'm uh, following my husband, and um, for sure, for sure, we are so, so grateful for the time to spend with our families. Um, it, it's so easy to get so busy and caught up in everything, um, but when in March, um, I was—I'm uh, a school teacher, so I got put teaching online, and I got to teach at home, which was a great blessing that I love to be able to be at home and and still do my job from there, which was great. I loved that. Um, I also just loved the fact that things were shut down, so we didn't have anything to do but spend time together, which really brought some great conversations and some really, I, I feel like, you know, deeper relationships with um, older teens that, you know, well, my son's not even a teen anymore, but <laughs> you blink and it goes. And so it was nice to kind of, feel like there was a little bit of freezing time for a bit and almost sliding back to a simpler time when things weren't so busy um, that you couldn't go to the store that late because they were only open for short times that was just it was so great and then on top of that i got my kids to start cooking and we each took turns each night like the uh, Quinton, had Tuesday nights that he cooked dinner. He had to plan it, cook it, everything. Holly was on Thursday nights. Eugene was on Friday nights. So that was really a
5: great blessing. So,
2: <laughs> thank you.
6: <That's> awesome. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lillian. 20 Point, and we just came to visit today, and. Just several things I'm really grateful for. I live here in Simi, and about 2003, I was part of the Simi uh, family group. And um, then I went back to Turning Point, because that's where I had been before that. And it's just been really amazing to come. I was really kind of depressed yesterday and kind of feeling very hopeless and about just all kinds of things. And um, to come today, you know, get up, and I said, okay, I'm going to come. And it just the message was just exactly what I needed to hear about just remembering to be grateful because there are so many things to be grateful for, and I've been blessed so much. So being here, uh, being able to reconnect with my friends here and people that actually live here and see me where I can you know, bring some friends and, and be... Have you know another family that's just been amazing, and uh, the service today was has been amazing and The other thing is i'm also a school teacher, so i was looking uh, i've been looking at my have these goals that i've had for years because I work in in the east L.A. area, so every day I was commuting for an hour and a half each way, so about three hours, and i 've been doing this since two thousand and three and so on this list, it says uh, be a stay at home mom, work from home." And so, like, in March, it's like um, the the person that was up here, I got to start teaching from home. And, you know, I just have been so grateful. It's like it it took the pandemic for that one goal to be fulfilled. And it's just been amazing just to not have to drive so much every day. So God is totally faithful. Thank you.
3: We're going to keep it going. There's a lot of people lining up, which is great, and I know people are chiming in at home. So here's what I'd like to do, just to really emphasize why we're doing this. At the end of each sharing, I love the applause, but let's say, praise God. Just together in unison, after every sharing, praise God. Peter. All right, good morning, church. Uh,
7: I am also a teacher, a lot of teachers in the room. Um... But, yeah, just, uh, just you know, on the, on the note of being able to just sleep a little more. Because, you know, like, like, like you know, um, I forgot her name, but she was just up here. You know, just the commute, being a teacher, having to get there and prepare, you know, getting up at 5.30 or 6 to, to do that, as compared to being able to work from home, just whenever you need to, and wake up at 8. That's awesome. So. Um, And then with that, like a lot of people are sharing, just at at this stage, my boys are um, 10 and going to be 13. And I I just remember, you know, just leaving home in the morning, not seeing them, coming home, just, you know, just feeling like, gosh, I wish I could be home with my my kids more. And then, you know, lo and behold, behold, we're all home and we're home more. And, And that was a catalyst for some great conversations and time spent Uh, My older son wants to start studying the Bible. He was, you know, sharing, just, gosh, I really want to make sure I make it to heaven. And he's seen baptisms in the church and the families in the church. And, you know, the message is registering with him. Um, And then what actually prompted me to get up now, because I'm not an upfront guy. I really don't like coming up and standing in front of people and talking. But I really see God working because... uh, with that was sharing with my wife like like certain people that would be instrumental um in, in helping me with my son and then you know I started to see them, mention them by name, and you know they start popping into my life here and there with different events um, you know just seeing the burns here today because I was sharing with my wife like, oh man, we'll just you know our connection with with the burns is it's kind of it's kind of fractured, and gosh, we used to go to the same church and you know, boom! Here they are. So, um, you just you just see God working, and you and you, you know some relationships, um, and the sports we play. Just kind of wondering, God, where, where is that opportunity to be to share my faith and talk about God? Just with the COVID stuff, pe- you know, people are struggling. They they're kind of open. They want to talk about God. They want to hear about like why you're grateful, why you're hopeful, why you're feeling okay. It's because of God. So a lot of those opportunities have have come along, and, um, you know, God is working, and I'm grateful for it. And, you know, I think we're going to be all right. Praise Praise God.
8: Hi, my name is Katie, and I too am an educator, so I'm also enjoying working from home. I never had the stay-at-home mom experience, and so um, it's been awesome, and I'm like, you know, I mean, I do get frustrated sometimes, but I'm like mostly soaking in every moment. Sometimes Stephanie helps me out with the homeschooling part. Um, I'm actually really grateful. Uh, well, there's a lot I'm grateful for, but I am super grateful for my dog. Um, I've had so many people in my life and in our family encourage us to get a dog over the years, and we we were the resistant dog family. No way, Jose, it's too much work, uh, like all the reasons, and I we have been proved so wrong. Um, I just want to share how how literally like so much healing I feel like has been brought to our family when we have times of sorrow from our dog like he just gives us peace he anchors us he's so um he's so calm and sweet and we need that in our family um so I just I'm I think of him every day how what a blessing he is so if anybody doesn't have a dog um you probably need one (laughs) But I'm also really grateful for um, God is just so faithful, and it's his timing. I think that's what I've been learning Um in so many situations in my life, but I had my dream job. Um, I work for a school district, and and I've had a variety of positions. But the position I loved the most was when I was able to serve um, students that have been experiencing homelessness. And uh, for uh, many reasons, um, not of my own doing, I left that position uh, to try a different position. And uh, there was a lot of heartbreak and emotion in leaving my my dream job. I mean, it was was very painful. Um, And so I just moved on. I tried to give my heart and do what I needed to do. And so, again, God is so amazing and faithful. Out of the blue, over the last few months, he has been redirecting my life back to um, that program, Um, filled with amazing healthy um, colleagues and I was offered a job to come back and I accepted it and I'm going to be able to start again and uh, so if you can just pray we have we have a a pathway to really help um, people in LA County that are struggling with homelessness and I feel like um, it's the Christians that really are are called to to do that so.
9: My name is Dean. I am not an educator. (laughs) I'm actually a systems accountant for the Department of Defense. And I've had, during all of this, uh, support the warfighter during all of this. And so, you know, I actually pride myself on being able to make sure that they have beans, bullets, and Band-Aids in theater. Because that's what protects what we have, regardless of how inhibited it may be. But I do have a theory about uh, 2020, in, in the beginning you saw all these memes about, I'm Barbara Walters and this is 2020. <laughs> it ain't so funny now, is it? <laughs> so during all of this, we were going through remodeling of the house and, and you know, walls were turned down. They were tore down. So we were freezing, we had no heat, we were cooking in, in our garage. We got shut down by the city because apparently our, our insurance providers didn't go get permits and stuff. And it was horrible. And, uh, and yeah, I, I'm so grateful for the Collinses and the Cochranes. And, and, the, and, the Cochran's and I, 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 I can't tell you, even when you pray, and it takes as long as it does, I, I, I would be remiss if I did not mention the fact that I had some attitude at God. I mean, what, what did I do wrong? What's going on? And, and, and feeling like, you know, all of this is... But when the, the, the gratitude comes when you just show up. And sometimes that's, you know, when you read these stories in, 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 the, you know, in the Bible that you just got to show up. There's no guarantees. God doesn't say, hey, your life is going to be any better. And I, ca- I can't tell you it has caused me to dig more and more to say, Why? Why, what do you want from me? I mean, I felt, seriously, felt like a punchline to one of his jokes. Yeah. I felt like he was clowning me. And then when it's all said and done, you look like, man, it's it's just so over It's easy to look back and think, ha, ah, look at that. It, it was always going to be that way. Yeah. You have no guarantees. And, and my, my gratitude is, you know, with the friendships that, yeah, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I cried with Joe over the phone. Like, why is this going on? And, and sometimes you need that sounding board. Sometimes you need people to come in and, and just, just hear you out. I don't need your solution. I don't need street lawyer to help me navigate this stuff. What I need is just a friend to just listen and say, look, God says this. He's going to be faithful. He didn't say that it was going to be wrapped up in a nice package. But when, when it's over, it's going to make sense. It's not your job to figure out how it's going to make sense before it makes sense. And that's what I've learned. I'm very grateful for that. Praise God.
3: God.
10: (laughs) Hi, my name is Del, and I'm not a public speaker. So if I seem nervous, that's because I truly am. Uh, but I felt compelled to come up here because this, this group of verses meant a lot to me, and so did your, your sermon today. Um, <clears throat> truly 2020 has not been what I would call a blessed year for me, but if I sit back and I actually re- reflect on what happened this year, I've been truly blessed. <clears throat> I had to stop all my work um, because I got sick at the beginning of the year, really, really sick sicker than I've been in 10 years. I probably had what was referred to the COVID, but my doctor didn't have a name for it back then, it was January. So he put me on antibiotics and said, this always turns into an upper respiratory and thank the Lord and his wisdom and me following directions, I was healed and I've been perfectly healthy since then. My whole family got sick in one way or another, some really, really bad, just like me. So we kind of lived through that experience. And thank the Lord, everybody came out healthy on the other side of that. But what it caused us to do was shut down. And I had to shut down in a big way, Um, more ways than I ever anticipated. My work shut down automatically because I had clients that were 70 years old and some that had just had a baby. So I'm not allowed in the house. So I can't come to work. And if I don't show up, I don't get paid. So that was a huge, huge worry to me which caused me to have even more faith in the Lord because I didn't know what was gonna happen. I didn't know what I was gonna do. I didn't know what to do. And so I just put all my faith in the Lord and he kept directing me and all I had to do was put one foot in front of the other and just not worry about it and just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And throughout this year, my daughter was gonna go away to college which was a huge concern for my wife and I because she's never really left home. She's gone to college, but she's always been around. And she's one huge love of my life and for her to go away would be a great loss for me. As it turned out, because of this, she didn't end up going away because college was closed. So she did college from home, which was not to her, but a blessing to me And, and, and my wife as well. But we also were blessed in that our whole family was able to shut down all the extracurriculars and come together more as a family. And um, I, I got a chance to really realize the fact that I don't appreciate my family as much as I need to and actually delve into what was keeping me from doing that. And now I've actually been able to revise my schedule so that I don't spend that extraordinary amount of time at work or that extra thing that I don't need to do when the most important thing I need to do is finish what I'm doing so I can get home to my family. And um, I just have to say that verse 19 is what I've pretty much been living by because my faith has healed me in more ways than I can possibly count.
6: Hi, I'm Viviana Spaccarelli, and I'm just really grateful for a lot of things, actually. Uh, One of them was uh, my daughter, Allie, who uh, is in college right now in Michigan, was able to be home for the whole COVID time from March to August. So we spent a lot of more quality time with her. And another um, thing I'm very grateful for is for all the toys we received today and yesterday from our church here in Simi and from the church in the valley. That was uh, really great, and we're really grateful for that. That's going to go to children in need at the hospital, so uh, thank you, and thank you also, I'm also grateful that my husband's feeling better, like he mentioned earlier, and um, so there's a lot of things to be grateful for, and for our health, and just being able to spend more time with family as as we were all stuck at home. (laughs) Thanks.
11: I guess I'm grateful they have hair, but it's not a good hair day. Uh, I'm an educator, so I'm one of them. Uh, one time I heard that they say that the, the wife is the helper. And I, one time I heard that the wife can be the rescuer. And I have to be grateful to my wife because she has been rescuing me big time. And uh, I just got to be grateful to my daughter that's coming back to the Lord. Um, I got to be grateful to my son. that He's been skating with all these people, and we are not sick. And I'm thinking that has to be God i just been grateful for friends like Joe that I called the other day, and we haven't, been, we haven't talked for years, and I talked to him for an hour, like uh, we're talking every day. And that's the kingdom of God. I mean, we have this thing that is going on that we take it for granted all the time, and I'm grateful that you are reminded us that we need to be grateful. I'm super grateful to my friend Mark that is here with me, because uh, I just, um, you know, sometimes you have dreams, and you forget about your dreams, but God doesn't, and um you know, how had this dream to be learning how to sail and have a sailboat and all that. And think to Mark, uh, this dream is coming true, and my wife and everybody else supporting me. But uh, anyways, uh, we have so many things to be grateful, and uh, thank you for this opportunity to let
12: us share. Great friends, how you doing? My name is Tim. Uh, I am grateful f- to uh, be close to God. Uh, I'm grateful. Uh, a year ago, I'll just kind of boast. Can I boast my weaknesses a little bit? Sure. Uh, so uh, be careful what you pray for, because it actually might come true. So October of last year, um, I, I was really inspired, doing really great, but I prayed that, uh, hey, God, whatever you want me to do for you, here I am. <laughs> so immediately, I was at the Billy Graham Library. I just was really inspired. Uh, Doing great, no, no issues. On that trip, my wife drops the divorce word on me. Um, and then, you know, rolling into uh, 2020, I lost a million dollar home. I lost my wife. I lost three businesses. I went uh, about $50,000 into debt um, due to, or uh, I lost about that money, money in my businesses. Um, my kid, I lost my nuclear family because my kids. You know due to the divorce and then they they were doing great they had to go to uh, my son got married my daughter went to u c santa barbara but uh, but what um, what what that did to me is that made me that really uh, you know put on my heart to uh, you know be closer to god and he really he really drew me to him uh, to to be able to be closer to be holy to be fiery to be more loving to be more serving i 'm grateful for my actually I really didn 't have a closer relationship with Joe and Lynette, but I actually, they're in my heart right now. Uh, I've been going over to their house every Tuesday night. We have a, a kingdom feast, if you will. And really, Joe and Lynette boast about it, and they're, they're incredible servants. I'm grateful for my relationship with Ronnie Nahar, who's my new best friend. Uh, grateful for Jack Die. I see you back there. Um, I'm grateful for my brothers, my comrades. And uh, grateful for Jeremy. He's a great, great guy here. Uh, Jack Shirk super grateful for you. Um, I don't know what you're going through, but it says, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that you're going through as something strange was happening to you. So um, praise God, right? Amen. That's awesome.
13: Hi, I'm Erica Gold, and um, I'm grateful to be back in Simi Valley. We were um, serving with Pepperdine Ministry for a while, and so now that school is closed, we are here with you guys, which actually is what I wanted to share about. It says, um, rise and go, your faith has made you well. And I just want to thank you guys for making my faith well, because I'd just been able to, during COVID, be able to build relationships with a lot of you that um, I wasn't able to do last year. And um, I'm specifically really grateful for Lynette and Joe and just their ongoing friendship and always a person to be able to pour your heart out to. But as well as Shannon and Eugene, um, they're new friends for us, really. I mean, we've known each other for years, but um, really just uh, we started having these weekly happy hours, Shannon and I talking on the phone through Zoom and sharing our hearts, and um, just growing um, as uh, Christians who've been faithful to God for years, sharing about our marriage and about our kids, so many similar situations together, and um, I'm so grateful to you guys and just the friendship that we have together. Um, So many great friendships. We love the um, Revezos so much and be able to see them more on a weekly basis is so encouraging to us. Um, a new friendship, I'm starting with Stephanie, but just kind of ongoing. I just love seeing her face and her encouragement and her singing and um, just everything. And But I just wanted to share about that because I feel like um, your faith has made me well. And uh, through this whole time, it can be definitely discouraging, but I've even been growing in, uh, my friendships with my neighbors. Um, And you just feel like you never have time when you're so busy at work. And uh, for me, my business was going so well last year, and this year has taken a huge toll on me uh, financially, but I thank God for my husband because he works so well, and he always reassures me, don't worry, we're fine. So um, um, as a result, I've been able to be able to work out with friends in the neighborhood, go on walks be able to go to their house. And when I would go, no, I just don't have time. And it's really made that time. I've been able to do Bible studies on Zoom with students at Pepperdine. And it has been a really full, fruitful year. And it has just been super encouraging. Time to slow down, time to spend time with my kids. And um, uh, it's just been awesome. So thank you. All right, we're
5: wrapping up. I'm going to read a couple more from uh, from at home. Uh, Anthony and Karina, who are watching in Ohio, said they're grateful for their new baby boy, Riam. That's pretty cool. Um, let's see here. We have Susan Agustinelli, grateful that her daughter, Danny, is home for the few months, and also for her son, Andre, having time to invest in renewed relationships with her sister, with my sister, and her husband. So a lot of people are, I think the theme is a lot extra time with family. Uh, Ruth, and, Ruth said it from home. Um, Feeling grateful for Seamy Church stepping up to keep us all connected in the fellowship, weekly updates, seamless transition to online, especially for Kids Church, grateful for you all. And then Nicole Delesky. great to see so many of you, familiar faces, and thanks for sharing. So I'll end up, and then I'll let my husband back up here. I just want to say, first of all, what I thought of, I was really grateful for an answered prayer that God answered, and that I wanted, I had asked God in January to start a kind of a young, young married, young singles ministry, and we had two couples, uh, uh, Dulce and Daniel and Dylan and Sarah, step up, and they came together, and they started the ministry for us, so that's going to be something we're going to really look forward to in 2021, to just see our kind of our young married and young singles having more um, time together. It's going to be super fun, but ultimately, I'm super grateful for my husband. Um, he's my partner. He's everything in this ministry with me, and I love him to death. <laughs>
3: I praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul. For, for, forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the, eels, the eagles. And the church said, praise the Lord. We'll try that again. And the church said, praise the Lord. Amen. So I'm going to close out here. I really want to thank everyone who shared and those of you at home that were joining us. I hope you're going to walk out of here just that much lighter. I really believe you are. I know I am. Because gratitude is something that we don't lose at the first sign of bad news, at the first distress. It's the thing that we're supposed to hold on to, to the very end. And and I want to close you with this quote from Martin Luther. Way back in the 60s, great reformer Martin Luther, he was asked during that time of reformation to describe the true nature of worship. And his reply was, the 10th leper turning back. What we did today is truly an act of worship. We may not have all the bells and whistles, the full band, The auditorium may be a bit of a mess. Things are being pieced together, kind of haphazard, but we're praising the Lord and we are truly worshiping him with gratitude. Let's never give up on being grateful. I'm going to close this out in prayer. Father, I want to thank you for this time to be together and to praise you. To to, to praise you by expressing our gratitude for you. There is so much that we have to be grateful for. I loved hearing all the sharing. I loved seeing all the faces. I loved hearing people at home. God, help us never, ever, ever to let go of what truly is at the heart of our worship, a spirit of gratitude. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So at this time, we're going to transition into taking communion. Communion. And we have our our cups. We've handed them out. If you're at home, all you need is some uh, matzah and some grape juice. You know, at See Church, we believe the Bible is the best source of truth in our world today. In it, we learn that Jesus is Lord. He lived a sinless life, died on the cross, and rose to life again. And it's in that belief we do everything. We are a member-supported fellowship by people like me. You can give today or online at our website, seeme.church. Or by texting keyword see me church to seven seven nine seven seven so I'm going to say a prayer here for the communion I'm going to give you a chance to meditate uh, on the bread and on the juice we're going to have a music video for you during that time and allow you to take a minute here and commune with God and then we'll come back and we'll close out our service for today let's pray for the bread and the juice father thank you for sending us your son the most ultimate act of love that I could ever think of or imagine and we want to praise you for that and say thank you for his incredible sacrifice that allows us to be saved, to have our sins forgiven, and to be right with you which is more important than anything in this life. It's in Jesus' name I pray these things. Amen. Amen. If you weren't able to take communion with us, please make sure you do so later today. We want CME Church to be your church, your family's church, and your neighbor's church. If you want to know more, ask the person who told you about us, or you can contact me through our website by emailing me at joe at cmechurch.org. Finally, I want to encourage all the members of CME Church to pray for, invest in, invite the church, and prepare yourself to be Christ-like to the people in your lives. And don't forget to tell them to like... To, to, to tell them about See Me Church and like us on all our social media outlets. Next week, we are not gonna be meeting in person. We are gonna do an online service next week. We've got guest speaker all the way from Florida, Reese Nealon, dear friend of ours, is, has uh, prepared a message for us. It'll all be online next week. Uh, there is a marriage retreat going on, that's why and a number of people might be going to the marriage retreat or participating in that. And so we just wanted to make sure that our service would uh, continue as normal, but without, uh, with, with as little disruption as possible. So next week, we're online. Look forward to seeing you there, but we'll be back after that right here worshiping God together. Let's go ahead and stand. I'm going to say a closing prayer, and then we will be excused to enjoy the rest of the day with gratitude. Father, thank you for this time that we have to worship you, to come close to you this morning, and to praise you, and to act in true worship by giving you gratitude, by acknowledging all the good you've done for us, even in spite. Of the difficulties that do come our way. I pray that we'll walk out of here inspired and encouraged and brought closer to you. It's in Jesus name I pray. Amen. Yeah, I a lot of that I would change about
0: Like I, I focus
14: in school.